Mariska yeah. Hagate, um, Ellen P- um, Pompeo, mm. Taylor Swift, uh, Martha Hunt, um, <coughs> Jessica Alba, mm-hmm. Soraya, I don't know who that is, uh, Carly Claus. She's famous. Kendrick yeah, Lamar. She's famous. Uh, Lena Dunham. She's famous. Ellie Steinfeld. She's famous. Ellie Goulding. Not famous. Gigi Haddad. Not famous. Haley Williams. Very famous. Zindia. <laughs> this Lily, is dumb. Stop Lily doing this. Aldridge. Are you serious? This yeah, Doug, we don't want to hear this. Well, hello everybody out there in music video land, and welcome to another edition of uh, your favorite podcast this week in music videos, brought to you by uh, your super good friends at imvdb.com, the internet music video database. This is a podcast where we talk about the week in videos, we talk about new videos, music video news, etc. Um, we talk about surgery, of course, um, and with me, as usual... Uh, is Mr. Doug Klinger in, uh, in the Vimeo offices, I believe, in New York. Doug, how are you? Doing super good, Adam. Damn, still killing softly. Uh, we are in the Vimeo offices. So was that a rap? Uh, so was that a lyric to like a recent rap song, or are you just talking about the Fuji's song from 20 years ago? That is, the, that is Iggy Azalea's first line in Pretty Girls. Ooh, okay, I missed that. All right. Um, and then uh, with you is, uh, is Andrea Allen. Uh, what up? Director of production <laughs> at Vimeo. I wanted to mention you next because you're probably sitting physically next to Doug. So that's I important. am. Yeah, I'm right here, sitting here next are. to Doug, who for some reason took off all of his clothes. <sighs> we asked, I, sp- I sent an email earlier today specifically asking him not to do that. I'm sorry, Andrea. No, it's, it's all good. I'm just, you know. It's warmer than I anticipated. Yeah, he's, he's complaining about the heat in this little office. Right. Whatever. And then somebody who takes their clothes off, hot or cold, doesn't really matter. <laughs> Uh, Adam Alexander of Fringe Music Fix. Adam, it's been a while. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm relaxed. Uh, I'm wearing some clothes. I'm wearing my unicorn uh, onesie. Good. Uh, All right. Well, that's pretty, nice. that's pretty chill. You yes. know, that's good because it, when you grow out of it, you can just cut it and it becomes like a nice like a nice outfit, a unicorn outfit. Um, mm-hmm. It's a ch- tip and trick. We're all about tips and tricks on this podcast. They're called rompers, well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> rompers are not in fashion anymore, are they? Because no, they're they're definitely they are. in no, they fashion. Are. Okay, that's that's important. Um, and oh, uh, my God, Doug, you're putting on a romper right now. Yeah, no, I got one. I was <laughs> saving it. I was waiting for that to be brought up. Uh, Doug's always sure. got a romper in his backpack somewhere. Um, <laughs> Keep him around. Just like so, last Andrea, last time you were on the podcast, we had a pretty amazing slate of music videos to talk about, which was a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. you know, we go up and down. Um, on the podcast, you know, based on uh, the kind of videos that are released this week, and this week we have some. I think we, I think we have one of our best lineups of music videos. It's all over the, the map. Year. Definitely, over you know, all over the map. Um, from but a lot of good stuff to talk about. I'm definitely. excited. Yeah, yeah. it should be a chatty podcast. I'm so excited! It'll be one of those podcasts where we talk. Um, before we talk about that, we want to mention that uh, um, we our music video database, and part of the database is a music video festivals. Um, That's it. There's and there is one that we wanted to specifically mention that has a uh, call for entries open right now, um, and that is. Music Video Festival Brazil, 
Um, the actual name is Music Video Festival, but the, the key salient point is it is in Brazil. Um, and That is uh, a very key element. It is, um, I mean, they got the name, I mean, they, they're named what they are. Exactly. Which is, which is very important. Um, and on the, the uh, jury for this Music Video Festival is going to be um, Daniel Askell, who you will know from directing um, Sia music videos from last year um, and this year, including uh, Elastic Heart and uh, oh, am I forgetting the name of the of the first Chan- one? Chandelier. Chandelier. Oh, geez. Okay, <laughs> thank you for saving me. Sounds How like could you? you? Oh. Sounds like you did forget. I did forget a little bit. I was I I could see it in my head. I could probably do the whole dance, but I can't. Have you been doing the one two three drink right now? Is that I am doing the one two three drink. Oh, yeah. I don't even. Too. You don't even have to wait to three. Um, <laughs> Just no, not, not on the IMVDB podcast. <laughs> um, um, and but there's and Doug, you mentioned that there's going to be like something from the uh, uh, Daniel Askell Sia series at the festival. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what um, what they've got, but I think they've got some some cool stuff um, related to the the making of those videos and um, some some you know never before seen I think behind the scenes. Uh, cool artifacts and elements that will be there at the fest, which will be um, pretty unique. Um, uh, so go to uh, musicvideofestival.com slash BR, and BR is for Brazil, um, which is kind of neat. There's, there's, you know, we've seen like a huge proliferation, excuse me, of music video festivals around the world, really, um, in, in every country from, you know, tons of ones in Europe, um, now South America, of course, we have um, some great festivals here, including the L.A. Music Video Festival. And next week we will have, spoiler alert, some someone or some people from the L.A. Music Video Festival. Are all these, quick question, are all these festivals happening because of you guys? Yeah, definitely. Well, <laughs> yeah. We, so to trace this back, um, the first week we started IMVDB, we, we basically spend the whole week looking envelopes and, and handwriting notes to just random people in different countries saying... Just suggesting, like, yeah. all right, we're around now, so yeah. if you were thinking about a, a music video festival... Or need a, need to think about a music festival, yeah, maybe you should think about it. We're here now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the only one that started with that did, that started on its own was the LA Music Video Fest thing. Uh, that's unrelated to us in yeah. terms of inception. But all of these, all of these other ones are totally, definitely because of us. And we told them. And send we, South by Southwest. Yeah, we told them every music video festival you put on, you need to send us a crisp ten dollar bill. And that <laughs> is how we fund the site. And then it's weird because then we turn around and send it right back. We don't keep it. We just <laughs> thanks for the ten dollar bill and then immediately return it. it. It's more of like we're just trying to support the postal service. Right. Yeah. Honorable. But, the band and the actual service. The right. Postal service gets a cut of. We that send as well. the pictures of. We say take a picture of the ten dollar bill and then send it to the band postal service. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to say the Twitter account of the of music video festival, and that is at mvf underscore br. So if you're if you're more of a Twitter person and less of a websiter, mm-hmm. and br stands for Brazil. Yeah, I think we I think we established. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm but just, in this yeah. case, it's... it continues. Right, it continues. <laughs> uh, I like really want to go see Daniel Askill and see a stuff. Um, I'm probably going to go to Brazil for this. Sao Doug, pa- are you sure? Sao Paulo. So you you're gonna take time off work? Um, you didn't? Did you run that by your boss? No, uh, no. But this oh. I feel like is okay. 
We'll talk about that later. Okay. You guys have have a whole floor of HR in the Vimeo building. Absolutely. So many many people who... I feel like when you get called called to HR, like, you got to take an elevator. I feel like it's a big deal. So, Doug, you're getting called into HR. You're trying to take time off without running it by anybody. Uh, It's an issue. Big trouble. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So we have, as I mentioned, a pretty interesting watch list. Um, This is actually the first week i think i can remember seeing uh a music video like all over all from a business all over all of like the websites that i look at is that stoop. what you call websites that you look at your yeah, business? My business yeah my <laughs> business is for brazil <laughs> yeah <laughs> business yeah i yeah i take my lunch break and i'm like all right guys i gotta look at my business and i open you know all my dumb websites like huffington right. post and stuff which i still look at for some reason chat roulette. um yeah chat roulette and everybody's talking about <laughs> Uh, one video, and that is Britney Spears featuring Iggy Azalea, Pretty Girls, um, directed by somebody who has two, like weirdly enough, I don't think we've seen this before, two music videos co-directed by very large stars. Yeah. Um, and that is Mr. Cameron Deddy, who has been on this podcast and who we weirdly enough animated a story out of a part yeah, of that I would, podcast. I actually just watched that two days ago. We definitely will link that in the show notes. It's actually... Uh, like one of the things that I'm most pleased with that has come out of the IMVDB original content uh, box, and that's that's three videos total, and it's the, I like it better than the dumb one we shot in LA. Um, Andrew, have you ever cool. seen the video we shot? We went to yes, LA to shoot. Yes, I have. Are you? Yeah. She um, only watched the second part though. She she doesn't have any of the context. I'm refusing to watch the first part. <laughs> That's a very good idea. <laughs> it's more because she just you just hate Hero Mariah and you knew he was in. No. Right. Not uh, at all. No, but she she really didn't. She just wanted to see Michael Q. Schmidt naked with pancakes on him. She's like, send me to wherever that is. For anybody who doesn't understand what we're talking about, Doug and I went <laughs> in 2012 for God knows what reason to L- to L. A. Well, no, we, I know we went to LA, but for some reason we decided we needed to shoot a video there, um, and which made the whole trip a hundred million times more difficult uh, and frustrating. Yeah, and frustrating. And part of that included having director Matt Wells, uh, who put, used to work at Vimeo, used to yes, work at did. Vimeo. Yeah, yes. uh, put pancakes and other breakfast foods, which I picked up from an IHOP near a hotel, all over <laughs> Michael Kuschmidt's nude body. Uh, Michael K. Schmidt of Tim and Eric fame and many and music a, videos and many music videos. He's an, a very active user. Uh, big ups to Q. Schmidt. Um, and uh, <laughs> I just need to mention that the IHOP people were lovely. Oh, they're uh, fantastic. They yeah, provided how do you, us how all. Do you know, I didn't. I wouldn't picked it up. Yeah, but you told you told up me, and you weren't going to say it, and it needed to be said. Hmm. Yeah. So, thank you for that to the IHOP on. Big ups to the IHOP. They gave us all these. <laughs> They gave, they gave us all Big these. Ups. They gave us all these forks and shit, and all these individual um, syrups, and we didn't need that shit. No, no. It's yeah. like, no, ma'am, you don't understand. These are go. All these pancakes are going on a human man. Yeah, and, she's, and, and she didn't even blink an eye. She's like, all right, fine. She's like, well, I still take these forks. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, this all relates to Pretty Girls by <laughs> Britney Spears, featuring Iggy Azalea, directed by Cameron Duddy and Iggy Azalea. Iggy Azalea has been. Listed as a co-director on like the last four videos she's come out with. What is happening? Yeah, she was listed as a co-director on Trouble um, and Black Widow, both directed by Director X, who weirdly enough had a, a kind of a cryptic tweet this week 
that said, if you want to be a music video director, be prepared to take direction from people who are less talented than you. Um, that's just the name of the game, so take that uh, as you will. But this video uh, stars Britney Spears and Iggy Azalea. Britney Spears is kind of like a like I don't know, Valley <laughs> Girl type person. I don't know. Worse. Worse? <laughs> it's, no, keep going, keep going. <laughs> um, and Iggy Azalea is an alien who lands in her pool, um, and then they go around and, and have some fun in a car, um, all while singing about pretty girls and how, how pretty girls are great, and uh, they can make the boys do whatever they want. Um, and I, I that's pretty much it. I mean, there's a whole lot, there's more to it. They're kind of like styled and dressed in 90s clothing. I guess you would call it 90s clothing. And there's a lot of dancing. Yeah, they go to a lot a, of dancing, they, yeah. And they go to a car wash. They do go to a car wash. They, there's like a commercial about a car wash and then they um, they go to it and the car wash is full of um, uh, sexy man who dance. A bunch of hunks. Yeah, hunks, yeah. And um, there's some wacky product placement. For what? Um, she uses her mutant powers to transform a 90s style phone into a a Motorola something. Like a Samsung Galaxy Samsung thingy. Same thing, same thing. It doesn't matter what. (laughs) A phone. They've got its plug in the video. It's called a a not an iPhone is what that phone (laughs) is called. Uh, And it's a Zach Moore's phone. So this is where... um, for me, this music video starts to get kind of problematic. Uh, up until this point, like, um, kind of, I, I don't really love this video. But I think I, I kind of like how it's edited, and I, th- I think it's it could be like a it's just like a fine pop video. Um, but the 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 not so much the product placement, but just the characters that these four people be- end up being in this car. Uh, Really kind of bums me out. How, who's yeah. your, Rach, Rach, I'm show. with you because mm-hmm. and, oh god, it's <laughs> this thing. So I was like halfway there with this video. I was like, cool, they're like celebrating being girls and stuff, or you know whatever. But then I was like really listening to the lyrics, and it's all about pretty girls, and then they get exactly like Adam what you said, uh, make dudes do whatever they want, and then they get to skip the line at the club. And I was like, all right, well, that's still, you know, they're celebrating women or whatever. And then, uh, but then this middle part comes in and they do the little sketch scene and they are lit- like, they are the, it, it's not even epitome. I don't even know what the word They're just be. like, no, there's no depth to those characters. They're just like the. But it's, it's, like it's, it's even worse because it's like even on purpose dumb. Right. Like they're being dumb and they're pretending to be dumb. And then they're like celebrating that. And it really. Yeah, it's like I hated it. Like a, oh, I hated it. So like, it's like super general or like a stereotype. It's like too stereotypical. Like, uh, yeah, I kind of got that same that same feeling there. And I think, and I know that it's on purpose, but still, the fact that it's on purpose and not on purpose to the fact that it's like satirizing these types of women. Right. They're like, they're cool with being these types. Yeah, which right. is still a character. Like, and, I know like girls like this probably don't. And I think like the actually exist. Well, not to this extent, right? right. <laughs> and and I think that the another issue is that, uh, it, like I think a lot of the issue for me comes from the song, and I feel like this video is kind of uh, the song is 
pretty shallow and not to say that like a lot of music isn't but it's just like just talking about how if if you're pretty you can get stuff from people yeah and and money rained down on you and literally and, <laughs> and that's like the whole concept of the song and uh and then you know you're so like i i think for a music video you're you're already kind of like starting from behind um, right with this oh, and so I'm just if watching do, it right the money scenes on right now <laughs> i'm just cringing so like no matter what you do it's like under that context of like this is this is a song about like how how just like physical appearance is get you, like is it is get you stuff right well, i mean i wouldn't be very happy if i was a like a non-pretty girl like i'm fucking beautiful uh hello no um but <laughs> it's like it's not celebrating just women in general, it's just like, oh, pretty. Right. Pretty only. <laughs> well, this is the second time that Iggy Azalea has kind of played, like, <clears throat> double-top billing with another large, like, very big female star. And the last time this happened was Booty, uh, you know, where she was with Jennifer Lopez. And if I can remember back to then, which was September of last year, we were <laughs> all, like, very scared for... Gazelia's like mental health and well-being um, because of because of the situation because of the video and it felt like it she just seemed like she was there against her will like somebody tricked her into signing like a contract to show up and she was like I, I don't want to do this and you know she definitely seems to be having fun in this video which I sure. definitely appreciate well, um, she, uh, it's funny that you mentioned the co-top billing because she's kind of been uh, in addition to that video and this most recent video, her last four videos are Black Widow fe- uh, featuring Rita Ora, where they're kind of like co co stars in that. Uh, uh, Fancy with Charlie XCX, uh, Trouble with Jennifer Hudson, and then even going all the way back to 2013, Change Your Life. That's got Ti, which is a little bit different. But like Iggy Azalea is like not doing anything by herself uh, in in what they're pushing out there. It's really strange. That makes sense. I mean, it's sort of like, you know, in the modern era of music where the goal is to sell tickets and to sell things other than music, it right. just makes sense to cram as many people into a song as possible. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I will say that in, you know, in, a, in a song that kind of like very tongue-in-cheekly, I think, has a message of like pseudo-empowerment. I mean, the, the, the message definitely is, I think, to be taken with a grain of salt. Um you know the the video kind of I think pretty deftly handles that in a way that is able to deflect a lot of like criticism by making you know Iggy Azalea an alien by making these other characters so like over the top stereotypical. You know it's not like a Megan Trainer video like we talked about uh, right. Dear Future Husband last year right, or totally. last last time Andrea was on where there's where you you're watching it and it's it does have like a like a streak of earnestness to it. This is definitely like yeah. all tongue in cheek, all over the top, which kind of what, helps deflect that. And that's what you get a Cameron Duddy. Uh, that's what Cameron Duddy like brings to the table for you. Uh, he's able to like he's proven himself with really big artists, but he's also proven himself to be able to like be like add that element of humor to a video that's necessary to get away with stuff like this. And I think that like. You know, for this song, you, you have to get somebody who's gonna be able to do that. Um, I just feel like I don't know. I I was I was a little irked by the just the middle portion. But I would I have loved to see. Play. I would have loved to see this 
if it the full tongue in cheek would have happened for me and like then I would have been down with this video is like if the girls were normal looking. Yeah. If they weren't all that. beautiful like model like hmm. yeah. absolutely hottie hottie hotties. Right. Like then I'd be like, oh, okay. Like if like what if Eric Wareheim would have directed like what if Eric Wareheim directed <laughs> like this? Eric then Wareheim I'd be person. like, that is a jam. That's right. a fucking jam. Sure. And I'm on board with this. Uh that definitely would uh I mean it's not it's not crazy. Eric Wareheim directed the last Charlie XCX video, right. so he can get in that he can get in those worlds. But um It is a fun like music video to look like to watch. It's like Fun. There's a lot of stuff going on. I think the, the edit is great. Yeah, same. I think the edit is really good, and it's got a it's got a great energy to it, and it, you know it's 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 reluctantly got some fun moments. I was just like, I I hate this song so much. I'm sorry, and I was just so like I wanted to I wanted to not like this video because of how much I don't like the song. Like it's not talking about the lyric isn't. All the girls around the world are pretty. It's all the pretty girls around the world. They're like singling pretty girls out to me <laughs> yeah. instead of like saying everyone is pretty. Also, no girl growing up ever feels pretty. Oh my god! <laughs> so and it's Iggy Azalea and Britney Spears. Right. I don't know. If I you're just... comparing yourself, you're just like, oh shit, I'm screwed. Right. I'm never gonna cut the line at the club. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that. So I, I was confused by this because from everything that I had seen. I I felt like Britney Spears was going in a like a different direction from yeah. this, like like after this, um, you know, in this video for those who haven't seen it, she's like, um, she's got a kind of got like Heidi Klum face. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Does she? She almost like bears a weirdly striking resemblance to Heidi Klum, um, where she. Well, we'll is, unpack that a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, because we talked about Heidi, the the latest Sia. Uh, pseudo music video from a few weeks ago uh, featured right. Heidi Klum and her new underwear line. Um, Heidi it, Klum's intimates. Yeah, Heidi Klum's intimates. I mean, Britney Spears is Doug's what? wearing them right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Doug gets a special deal from Heidi Klum intimates. Um, how, how old is Britney Spears? Um, not that it, 35, 36? Yeah. She, well, she, I'll say 34. Doug, what are you going to say? Uh, 17. Oh, you got it. Um, then, thirty three. She is. Oh, she is only. She, it's weird because she is only four years older than Katy Perry, um, which or three years older than Katy Perry, which always uh, seems weird to me. She always seemed like so much older because I remember. Yeah, her. she started. She started so much younger. She started in nineteen ninety nine. So even though she's 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 not you know really that old, she has always seemed so much older to the, to me. Maybe um, more drugs like that doesn't help. Yeah, she cause she went through some. She went through, <laughs> through some shit. <laughs> Um, but she, you know, she, she had a turn in her career where she, she definitely felt like she was embracing, um, like, first of all, being like a mom. Remember that awful ooh la la video? Um, The Smurfs one? The Smurfs one directed by Mark Klasfeld with their their kids in it. Oh Um, my God, that fucking video. And in like the, the, in the, like the aftermath of her like 2007, 2008 meltdown, um, I thought that it was kind of where she was going to go. Even the Chris Myers Prolero videos for I Want to Go and Criminal like are definitely toned down in the sexiness. But this kind of like like pushes it back up. I guess she has to do that to bring it up to a Yazalea level, who even though I don't think is like would be considered a, a, like a sex symbol at all, is definitely sexualized. 
Yeah, I think she's. I think Iggy Azalea is kind of trying to move away from what she, like she had a song called Pussy before. I think she's Excuse trying. Excuse me. Like, I'm just like, trying <laughs> to break away from that a bit. Uh, <laughs> but like this video still feels like part of it is in a strip club. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. watching. I'm watching a scene right now with like women dancing on stages. Um, but you're right about like the like them like there's there's this, uh, there's a scene that stands out where like. Britney Spears is dancing, and the car wash guys point at her butt, and she turns around. Yeah, I noticed it's that so too. Weird. They're like really super interested in her ass, right? Um, which is usually something like you, which is weird. I, you don't usually see that a lot. Like if it's like dudes and a girl dancing, they're sort of like you think of like Ariana Grande and her two weird albino twins that she has. Um, there's like a very like platonic asexual relationship with them. Um, and you don't often see like dancers like ogling the the main female star that much, right? Um, but they're uh, the pretty girls around the world. The, girls. These guys, even though they were paid and choreographed, they couldn't help themselves. Yeah, they're just that's like, not oh, in wow. the choreography. No. That's that's something that you might not know is that <laughs> like the they, looking at her butt was not actually planned or choreographed that way. Right. They just couldn't help it. Yeah, she turns around and they're like, oh my god, a butt! Look at the butt! And Cameron saw that and he's like, you know what? We're gonna leave Let's that. Let's rock with That's, this. You know what? This is real sometimes. Let's you just gotta it keep it real. And um, for people that, that aren't familiar, we should probably mention that Cameron Duddy uh, is maybe most, I mean, he's directed a lot of music videos, a lot of fantastic music videos, but probably most known as Bruno Mars's uh, go-to director. Um, ever since the Lazy Song video, the one with the monkey right. heads, not the one with Leonard Nimoy, um, which is the story that's told in our in our cartoon. In the cartoon, yeah, the the reason why he he uh, started that video or got that video, um, which was DP'd by his dad, interestingly enough. Um, but he's directed you know amazing videos for Bruno Mars. Um, Wait, uh, Bruno's dad or Cameron's dad? Cameron's dad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who who Bruno Mars's dad is. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, Jimmy Mars. Yeah, Jimmy <laughs> Mars. Yeah. yeah, right. Don't call me Mr. Mars. That's my father. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. So dumb. Um, so dumb. I was like so regretting it as I was as saying As he was it. saying it. He rolled his eyes. Uh, he rolled his eyes on himself. Right. And, and Cameron's been directing a lot of, you know, he's directed some great videos uh, this year. He's directed Worth It by Fifth Harmony. I'm a big Fifth Harmony fan. I was glad, well, I was glad to see that. Um and uh, last year directed Uptown Funk by Mark Ronson, another video that I just recently revisited. I actually made it, Doug, I made it a staff pick because I, I like that video a lot. So just it's good. Like, Uptown Funk? Oh, it's a deserving. It's oh, it's deserving. good. It's, it's fun. Yeah. It's so fun. Don't tell me you watch that and you don't smile. I do more than smile. Yeah, you tap your toe. Yeah, or like, yeah, do other parts of me move. What? A- Andrea, you like that? you like that video <laughs> as well? I do. I like it a lot. Um, yeah, I like the the when he says, uh, "Pour my cup, put some liquor in." Exactly, it. The and they dance, all yeah, yes. they're all like shuffling along. It's so very, good. Very, very good. The Might guy, be the best part. The the guy like in front of I don't know who the guy in front of him his name is, um, but he's he is shuffling at the same level as everyone else. Everybody's shuffling at the same like the same, just the best shuffling I may have ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. But he's also pouring liquor into his right. cup. Skills, uh, amazing skills. He does yeah. well bars for sure. <laughs> and, and yeah. also not choreographed, but like again, 
Cameron was like, oh my gosh, yeah, this right. is stays. This is amazing. And Cameron Daddy ama- like amazingly like fits Bruno or uh, Mark Ronson into that video pretty amazingly. Um, he could have just had him in the background, but he, he he has him like riding on the hood of that Cadillac. Uh, I think in like a really underrated video. I love it. Yeah, it's a fun, it's a really fun video. It's, it's hard to say a music video with 625 million views is underrated, but... Um, underrated by Doug Klinger. All right, fine. I like this video. I'm gushing about it too. What do you guys? Where have you been, Doug? Why don't you like this? I I like this. Why are you hating on this video, Doug? God, everyone stopped. Speaking of Mark Ronson and uh, Cameron Daddy and Bruno Mars, uh, we were talking about who? We were talking about them. Yeah, we're talking about them. And it's a pretty amazing segue in another video, which is "Feel Right" by Mark Ronson. Featuring a name that I haven't heard in a while, which is Mystical. Um, and that has also been directed by Cameron Duddy, co-directed by Bruno Mars. Actually, they both share director status. Nobody's a co-director. Yeah, no, there's no co. Um, but uh, so the, the um, uh, premise of this video is that it is a school talent show. It looks like what looks like a private school. Um, and <laughs> holler because they're wearing. Oh, I get it. They've got Andrew. Uh, did you go to private school too? Yes, I did. Yeah. It was private, private Catholic school. Me too. Even Me too. yeah, big ups. Yo, As Doug guys. would say, big ups. <laughs> Doug didn't go to Catholic <laughs> private school. I did, and I said, "Fuck you guys." Uh, right, and Al- I was saying, "As Adam Doug would Alexander say, big ups." Went to private school. Yeah. Hey, Adam, you went to private school too? I did. Catholic. Me too, yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, French Catholic, Can you sing some though. Catholic songs right now? No. no. I can, <laughs> I can <laughs> sing <laughs> French Catholic songs. Woo! I can do Latin. Uh, uh, Louette, podcast uh, is, uh, it supports public school education. <laughs> <laughs> so not... Doug, you are like totally outnumbered on this right oh, now. Oh, I don't though. care about outnumbered. I just care about supporting our, our local teachers' unions. <laughs> um, so, so the premise of, so it's a, at a Catholic public school, I'm just going to say. <laughs> Where they're getting subpar education. Yeah, and but but there's it's a it's a, a talent show which I didn't I don't think those still exist because I think the only talent shows I have seen in the past fifteen years have been in music videos. Um, and uh, so no, how about that one where the kids are playing Weezer and the kids' piano falls? Oh yeah, that's pretty good. Okay, that's um, real. We'll link to that in the show notes. No, we won't. So all the kids are bored. They all don't want to see this goddamn talent show because it's all a bunch of boring cellos. And then uh, Florence Henderson comes out, uh, makes a nice cameo in this video, comes out and introduces the next act. Um, and she introduces them as Uptown Special, mm-hmm. which is the name of Mark Ronson's album mm-hmm. that Uptown Funk and Feel Right are off of. Uh, and this band comes out, and they have a, a small black child is the uh, playing the mystical part. And he proceeds to uh, to perform as mystical in his uh, little Catholic school uniform. He does. This is all true. He's pretty. He's pretty great. Yeah. This he kid is, is pretty great. Is this, little, kinda, is this a little ter- terrier? No, that's no. It is definitely not, Adam. <laughs> What's I, wrong with oh, you? Man, the only one laughed that joke. I should cut that. <laughs> you definitely <laughs> should. Although his name is, he does have a name. This um, this kid, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know it. Um, but <laughs> nameless, faceless child. Maybe he perhaps has a name. <laughs> He's got one. <laughs> Maybe we'll it's, find it out. It's not mystical. 
Uh, Are you sure this isn't mystical? No, I'm just gonna go out there and say I'm pretty sure it's actually him. Yeah, no, this is mystical. He used to have dreadlocks. Mystical is in this video, though. Yeah, he's yeah, one of the judges. Yeah, mystical also retweeted our tweet of this video, and people want people needed to know that. Oh, sweet! There we go. Thanks, mystical. Thanks, mystical. Um, and then so I favorited the retweet. And we're mystical s- gives this gives the performance a ten, but he doesn't. I don't believe that he wanted to. He doesn't actually seem <laughs> as into it as someone who would give this video a ten would be. Yeah, he seemed reluctant. Actually, he's a little like Bruno Mars is like hell yeah ten, and then he's like, oh, it's my turn. I have a ten. Yeah, and, and then Mark Ronson's like, I am just happy to be here, mm. and also holds up his ten. <laughs> and and uh, but mystical, yeah, a little understated. He's got kind of a weird hat on. He's playing it cool. There's always that judge that you know, but like he's the wild card, the judge you never know. Like he's yeah, you he's don't very know where he's at. picky. You know, he has high standards, and then he's like, okay, no, you deserve it. But what, like, where, where's he's feeling his thunder? Right, where is so. mystical's head at? <laughs> Where is Mystical's in head a hat? At? It's where in a hat, right there, there in the middle. Very true. But like, where is where is his mind uh, when when he needs to act cool in front of an auditorium full of children in ties? Hmm. Where does where does what kind of man? I mean, I I Doug, if you were in front of an auditorium full yeah, of children in ties, would you would cool. be you'd be pulling a mystical face right now. Mm. Uh, Doug would be doing face. an acapella <laughs> version of "Shake Your Ass." Um, <laughs> Which is uh, the only mystical song I know. I I thought it was bad. Really? Someone, yeah. How about someone. how about any songs that Mystical was a featured artist on? Mm, yeah. I, okay. Like name one. Make him say. Yeah. Uh, rap one. Rap oh, one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. I, Doug. Doug will not stop rapping in the Vimeo office. Oh, there man. are times our CEO Carrie Trainer uh, came over and was trying to talk to me today, and Doug was rapping <laughs> so <laughs> loud that Carrie had to. <laughs> We had to go somewhere else. Right. <laughs> like everyone's like, and then we sent Doug to HR. <laughs> Take your rapping to HR, Doug. And so it's nice that you call it rapping because it's not really. I just kind of just like shout words out. Mm-hmm. It's not really a rap. So it's rats, basically. <laughs> yeah, right. Essentially, he uh, wants it to be called rapping. Right. <laughs> Doug, yeah, Doug, Doug has been, Doug was fired in, in, uh, in January. I don't really, <laughs> he I don't, doesn't work here. I don't have a job. <laughs> uh, it's so, fun that I'm laughing, but I'm very, very poor. I like, stop crying, I, I stop crying, Doug. I couldn't go to a private stop school. Stop crying. How do you get past the guards at the IAC building? I felt like. It's like a little like, uh, all right, so I got to do different moves every time. Sometimes I just wear a mustache. Yeah. Sometimes there's three. Fedora. Sometimes, mm. yeah, a couple of times it's fedora. Sometimes there's three of me stacked on top of each each other with a trench coat. <laughs> uh, um, it's just a little This different. is totally unnecessary because you're a full-grown man. It's just... Right. They're like, what, what's going on here? Where did you get other versions of yourself? Mm. And, and I just, all I just say is, you yeah. I you, shush, you shush them and say, m'lady? Yeah, right. Like, m'lady? And I sip the fedora <laughs> and my fake mustache. Oh man! Um, I like the fact that the so I like the band makeup in this video. I like the, how they pick the kids because they've got like a dude on the drummer, you know, some white kid on the drums, but then they've got uh, like a, like a short haired blonde kid girl on one of the sax, like one of the I think it's the trumpet, right? The trumpet, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's only one, there's cool. one saxophone boy. Yeah, there's one saxophone boy who's it's like an Asian. It's like a. What are we doing? <laughs> 
Why are we like listing the racial makeup of this band? I'm just saying that it's a they they decided to go full textbook on this. Okay, you're right. Diverse. And they went right. with a very diverse band, an, which was kind of fun. This is an inclusive private school for Catholics, which means that it this is a fantasy world. Uh, <laughs> ooh. Wow. You, you, you uh, get, Doug, get, what are you doing? Uh-oh. Right now? <laughs> HR. Yeah. Get them in here. Oh, man. man, HR is going to receive a copy things. of the uncut copy of this. Um, but yeah, the kid who played the mystical part was amazing. Um, the fact that my favorite part of this video is that all the lights go down and there's kind of like a breakdown. And then when it comes up, he's not in his uniform anymore. He's in a uh, terrible name for this shirt. But no, white, no, no. It's called the white undershirt. The white undershirt, right. Um, with uh, gold chains and sunglasses. And the reaction all the children have is to basically all stand up and start sustained clapping for the last right. 30 seconds of the song. And it's um, because he decided to break the rules and not wear his tie mm. anymore. Showing individual, like, individuality, right, exactly. you know, and he's... So the whole band has, <laughs> the whole group has different clothes, right? Because there's dancers. How many demerits do you think he got? Oh, uh, for taking his tie off like that. He was expelled, obviously. <laughs> I think he was full expelled. But he got thirty points. Yeah, which we're not even. We're not even really sure what that means. What is this about? What is thirty? I mean, points he won. You? He won the talent show. I know. I and got expelled. Good on this. Sh- and, they and must he made have the the custodian cry. Like that's, yeah, an that's true. Who plays the custodian? I, I I have tried to figure it out, but I can't. Uh, I don't know. It's got to be somebody. Some, I think it's just some man. It can't be just some guy. Why would they even have <laughs> that and have that in there? Because he's funny boy. He's funny. Okay. Um, I feel like he doesn't know. You're not telling me. No. What the fuck? I don't know who that guy is. Um, I, I, I he kind of looks like Earl from My Name Is My Name Is. Uh... He's probably just the gaffer. Yeah, yeah he's probably just like, the gaffer. He was yeah. the actual janitor doing all of this stuff. He's best boy. And he yeah, was just like, yo, let's use this. Yeah, it should have been Mark Ronson in that role. Yeah, Cameron saw what was yeah. coming through and he's like, you know what, this is real. <laughs> this is it. Let's go. <laughs> let's keep this going. Um, but to a pretty I mean, a big week for Cameron. We're a big fan of Cameron's work. Um, and these are two huge music videos for this week. I think these is like n- number one and two on our new music video charts. Uh, number one and three, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Ed Sheeran's always fucking everybody's shit up. He's he at is. number and two. Then, yeah, Eddie She. Um, but uh, Pretty Girls is pulling like almost six is six million views for this week. So. Yeah, despite YouTube's shitty broken fucking API right now. Yeah, people, we're working on it, people. It's not us. I mean, it's not us. I when I send YouTube links uh, through chat rooms and like it populates what it says, every video is just like twelve million views. But people who would link? Are you sending the YouTube link? Yeah, if I send a YouTube link like over HipChat. Really? Okay. It's still, yeah. It's still, yeah. It's, Ever heard of it? <laughs> Come on. Hello. Ever heard, Ever heard of it? Ever heard of Wi Fi? Let's talk about other, uh, other, other things. Uh, so, you want to talk about um, a video that uh, a lot of people who are in the music video know were kind of floored by this week, and that is uh, Senorita by Vince Staples. Yeah. Um, directed by Mr. Ian Pons Jewel, who has been on this podcast. He has, like um, Cameron Duddy, like many of the people who've made music videos this week. Yeah, damn. Uh, chalking up the friends. so good. We have um, so many friends. Directed one of the videos that we named our top ten videos of 2014, which is Rollerblades by Quez. Um, 
and this video is for Vince Staples, who I am hoping is going to have some more solo stuff. I think, is this the start? Does he have a solo album out, Doug? He's got one coming out. This um, So he had an EP come out um, at the end of last year, which is really great. It's got a handful of songs, and he's definitely got a um, LP coming down the pipeline. And this is probably, probably going to be the lead single. Uh, yeah, because I love... I'm a big fan of Vince Staples. Vince Staples is awesome. Every like you know featured uh, verse that he does is always really fantastic. His um, Hive is Hive, Hive is, is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's in that video directed by Hiram Murai. So right. this video, <laughs> excuse me, I'll cut that up. Um, this video uh, is kind of centered around this guy with tattoos all over him. Um, I don't know what Doug. Do you know what the tattoos say? I can't really. Imagine. Oh, I don't know. They they just they're just all over his body, and they yeah. are like are, are they are very intimidating tattoos, like all, all over his head and face, and just full body. And he's in this sort of like night, like kind of like weird place where there are you know giant industrial factories in the background, and then there is this little neighborhood, and he is holding up a book. Um, you think it's the Bible or something? Maybe. Um, did it have it's the meant Vince? to re- represent the Bible? Did yeah. it have the Vince? I actually don't know. I, actually I mean, know we went it. to Catholic school, so we would know. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, you uh, guys, it's got a logo. Feel free on to it. take. Feel free to take ownership over that. Uh, it says it says Dre Beats on the front. <laughs> yeah. <it's- laughs> beats oh, by Dre. Man. Yeah. <laughs> what a jerk. Um, yeah, oh say that. God. And and you know he's got the, this kind of flock of followers behind him and. Uh, and they keep like the kind of like the mystery of the video is why they keep like just odd like dropping real quick. Well, they're being shot. Well, that's what you f- you don't know that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so you do. you do know that. Oh. I'm sorry. The um, Later. I've seen a, I've seen a different cut of this video, uh, and there's oh yeah, there's blood. That's what's so the, different about yeah, this. Yeah, I'm sorry. This is on the in the YouTube version. They had to take all the blood out. Uh, I was wondering why they were just dropping without any Yeah, sort yeah, of... I'm sorry. So, yeah, uh, in the YouTube version, they take all the blood out, but I've seen a, ver- a director's cut with... Um, it's private. It's, yeah, and, and it's... And, Secrets. Uh, yeah, so ever, there's going to be a lot more blood in the director's cut. And, and, and um, Ian is pretty outward like every time it's posted somewhere he's like wait for the director's cut uh, <laughs> so that one is going to have uh, lots of blood yeah so it's like it's... they're being sniped you don't yeah. see you don't see a shooter and all of a sudden people are just being shot and they're just dropping on the street yeah and everyone kind of the people who are kind of following this this tattooed guy are kind of um they seem like they've kind of been through some shit. I mean, they're kind of dressed differently. One guy's got a suit on. One guy's got like a flannel shirt. One dude's got like a black undershirt on. Like they they all look differently, but they all look very like weathered, uh, probably from like living under this city where people get shot from far distances uh, suddenly. And uh, then you don't see the blood, but you do see like well, I think it's called a turret shooting at them. You do. You uh, see that event. You see that. Yeah, eventually. eventually. Yeah, that's true. Right. But, but the, at the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. The, that eventually is revealed. And the book does have the Vince Staples logo on it. Yeah. Okay. So um, that makes sense. But it still seems like it seems like a Bible. It's like a leather book with a with like golden pages. Right. And yeah. it's like he's preaching, right? The way right. that yes. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but so I think the, the most powerful. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say, and not only are these uh, torrents. 
or turrets or whatever, they're uh, they're unmanned. They seem right. to be like um, artificial intelligence, just like sniping people out of nowhere. And 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 I think we should talk about the people in the driveways and stuff as well. There's all these kind of menacing characters. Um, there's one lady laying down, and uh, this guy's painting her toenails, and she's got money between her toes instead of uh, cotton balls. Mm-hmm. And there's these like ladies who are wearing these like crazy, uh, crazy revealing kind of like almost like stripper outfits. And then there's like a cop dressed for like riot, right? Yeah, cop there's like here. a riot cop, and he's like he's protecting this pickup truck. It's where an El Camino. Vi- Oh, and El Camino, you're right. Where Vince Staples goes and performs the song. He, like, gets up on this car, and there's a microphone up there, and he goes and raps along to the song up there. I love the barbecue guy. He's sweet. <laughs> oh, yeah, with the cra- another crazy-ass tatted dude with gold teeth uh, next to him. Like, all of the, like, all of the people in, with these, in, at, in the driveway seem pretty intimidating. Mm-hmm. So then the reveal at the end of the video, I think, is the kind of salient moment where, um, you know, this this dude who, you know, everybody behind him has been sniped by these, you know, automatic gun turrets. And then, um, you know, all of a sudden we see everybody's faces kind of pressed against glass, um, which is an interesting effect. And then, you know, this this guy with the tattoos is is looking at something and we don't know what he's looking kind of past us. And then it pulls back and realizes, and you know, we see that there's this window to this world um, uh, that he's just like standing at. And there's this family: a father, a mother, and uh, and a girl, all white people, all looking pretty happy, kind of sitting on a bench, you know, museum style, looking through this window. Um, With a frame, and the window's got like, and the window's got a frame around it. Yeah, yeah. As if this is like a, you know. Like like artwork or something, which is or a zoo. I almost kind of felt like it seemed like a zoo as well. Yeah, (laughs) the future. Yeah, it's like people moving, and they were like it. It felt sort of almost. It seems like a museum because people are like sitting and looking at this through this frame thing. But I feel like because there was like life moving around, these human like the scene playing out. It was like almost zoo like as well. Totally. And I love how the music changes up. They they throw in a different little instrumental track at the end for the reveal, and it mm-hmm. almost feels like a, a Hitchcockian reveal. It's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, because the extra the music they throw in at the end is a, is like classical, straight classical music. Right, right, right. Um, and and like <laughs> so, the first time I watched this video, I just thought, I mean, it's it's, it's relatively short. It's three minutes and twenty seven seconds, and there's just so much going on. And so much to unpack. Totally. And none of it really seems very clear. There's no, like, you know, the metaphor of, like, people, like, watching other people in a zoo or, you know, like, like atmosphere is relatively straightforward. But everything else about it is just, is just like, you know, you know, credit to Ian Spun's Jewel for, you know, encapsulating all of this in a really kind of interesting uh metaphor where like nothing really seems like very obvious or clear but you kind of get like an idea you're like oh i i like i'm seeing different things and making different connections i see a police in right gear i know what that means or um you know a, a neighborhood under siege i know what that means um but there's no like you know you know like fuck the government fuck the police kind of like no, saying to it no i i will say though that like um it does seem to uh kind of I, I think I, I can make 
like a connection with every element. And I and I if you like Vince Staples um music, like this is this to me is like a very perfect song or video for Vince Staples. Like Vince Staples is a fuck the police rapper. And if you listen to the Hell Can't Wait uh EP, there's a song called Hands Up, which is just like you know, it's like essentially, you know, NWA 2015. Like he's very like fuck the police kind of level. And I, I think you can kind of like um, fill in like a complete narrative here if you if you tried to. Yeah. But I think it's it's also one of those videos where like it's kind of it's not necessary if you're not able to do that. Um, and you can kind of. Uh, just kind of let like make those individual connections and still have it kind of make sense but i do think that I th there's like an overall kind of story yeah connecting and I, I also think that the the glass is a really really interesting i mean one it's a very like you're in this video and you're kind of getting surprised because crazy stuff's going on but then the element of like people hitting glass and not being able to one escape two get through it see what's on the other side seemingly like they should be able to and i guess at the end the guy kind of is looking through it but like that is also as a as a metaphor goes so awesome yeah like you've got this this i mean i think it does bear meaning a white family sitting on one side of this glass viewing this thing they don't seem nervous about it they're kind of like viewing it from afar they're like safe in their home, the sort of feeling they're not in a house, but you've got that. And then you've got these people who are in on the other side, running up against that glass and then being immediately stopped in their tracks or shot or, right. you know, like it's, it's a very, I really, the glass is what made this video go from like, oh, this is really cool to like, I'm gonna watch this video like once a week for a couple of weeks now. Like I just, uh, it's a really, really good video. And I, and I think that um, a, another thing you can kind of take from it with the folks on the other side of the glass is like, it, you know, if you look at, um, you know, the, the way people are kind of understanding all of the kind of unrest that are, that is going on with uh, certain, you know. Today, it's between, like yeah, today's time. Right, like and is... so there, people are taking that in through television, through media. All of that stuff is through a glass, through a perspective. And, you know, like in a museum, people are, uh, you know, trying, like, they have opinions on what they're looking at, even though they're completely separate from it. And I think it's not, it, it, I think the way the people look in this video is in, uh, in, also intentional. Like, uh, you know, they, people throw around these terms like thug and stuff when they're talking about the people who are being, you know, engaging with police and are, are you know, like kind of pushing back against oppression. Um, but like they don't, they they still don't deserve to be like shot in the middle of the streets by some just like un, unresponsible person. Party, yeah. And, um, you know, and, and the fact that like these people, like some of the people in this video are like super menacing, but like some of the people aren't, but they're all kind of like lumped in together. Like all of that stuff seems very, very deliberate to me. Yeah, and it, it kind of could be speaking as well to just like the ratings grab that the coverage of all these police shootings has for us people like, you know, 
just kind of watching from home, kind of restating the same thing you guys are saying, but I just thought of it in terms of ratings, how these white people are just kind of tuning in for entertainment. Totally. And it's also really interesting how, like, the people who are sitting on the bench, their reaction to what they're watching, they're not, like, looking at it. Uh, they're they're not like looking at it and they're staring at it. Or it's not having any like impact on them. They're like more like kind of like hugging and like yeah. showing their daughter like you would if you were like, oh, this is very educational. Like, can you can you believe you're seeing this? Yeah, um, like if you were if you were at like Sea World, yeah, and, like, exactly. The whale swam by and like looked at you. <laughs> and it's and it's just like an interesting, you know. You know, we we had the video from uh, Ag Rojas a few weeks ago, the um, Run the Jewels video, where the you know the the kid and the cop kind of you know beat the crap out of each other in the street. That right. had its own interesting message to it, and this does as well. But it adds that other element of like contextualizing it and saying like you know here's who's watching and here's how like unconcerned they are about what's going on. Here's how they they view that. Um, you know, they're viewing it through a window and, uh, you know, for the people like in the world of this video, like there's absolutely no help or no like salvation whatsoever. Right. Um, Like seemingly these people in this place like could be refuge uh, or could be some kind of support, uh, but they're not. They're just chilling and laughing. Yeah, there's no communication between them. They're completely separate and... It's yeah. It's a great. It's dark. Just a, so I mean, yeah. Super dark. It does feel like kind of uh, like Ian has always had like some dark slants to his video, but they've always also come with like some lightheartedness and some humor. Uh, this feels like a little bit raw and, and and a little bit different than some of this pre some of Ian's previous work, and I'm I'm kind of into into this direction. He almost always has, uh, like you mentioned though, Doug, uh, sort of the multiple layers and how it kind of functions on the surface. But then if you want to dig, you can. That's definitely um, what Ian totally. does best. But there's no, like, there's certainly no light- lightheartedness in this video. Whereas, like, even. Um, there like, can even, be, though. Even that way. video. Oh, where? I, I don't know. I feel like it does both. It's definitely dark, but. Um, it's kind of humorous in a way as well. Like, I mean, the characters are kind of funny, like the the barbecue guy. Um, well, I, I guess know. there, but like, I feel like I don't know that th- those dudes. Uh, I guess I wouldn't call it humorous, but uh, I, they are definitely like characters. Um, but like, th- like I don't know. They just like this feels like an Ian Pond's Jewels video, but it also feels like it's um, just like a kind of a shift in direction slightly. So uh, we should talk about another video. Um, I want to. I want to definitely make sure we talk about this Black English Another Life video. Yeah, we should. We should talk about that. Speaking of uh, people who've been on this podcast. Yeah, speaking of people who've been on this podcast. Uh, uh, Black English. Um, we should used to be used to be called No, uh, which which is one of those. You know, I always. Uh, kind of like in the back of my head, kind of grumble at bands who have like ungoogleable names, <laughs> right? Uh, like if they're you know if, if you like called your band like um, 
like best restaurants in Topeka or something like that. You know, <laughs> it, it's it's a, just a terrible <laughs> I thing. I love that band. That Why do you gotta talk shit on my favorite band? Best restaurants in Topeka. That's such a good band name. Um, but I think it, it's also like the name No is short enough to like not like I know you know I'm a web developer so I know like a lot of uh, like searches are triggered to like like not even let you search for anything under three characters. Yeah. Um, so it's just like a terrible name on like like in the internet age it's a terrible name on all fronts. So. Uh, they have changed their name. Like we have a a, a video um, that Ryan Reichenfeld directed in the, in the database for "Stay with Me." Uh, um, Which is a we, fantastic video. Yeah, with the crash test dummies, and, and we re, re, renamed it to to Black English. So, right. um, I guess so Black across English across the board. Yeah, um, and you know Zach Stoltz has been on this podcast. Um, he directed by you know Closer by Tegan and Sarah. Um, the uh, well, he worked on Closer by Tegan and Sarah. He worked. Oh God, I'm sorry. He yeah, um, worked on Closer by Tegan and Sarah. Um, and but he uh, he he like co- he co-directed the um, Joy Waves Tongues video with Daniels. He directed right. that. Um, uh, what's the one with uh, that that Run River North North video to uh, fight to keep with that one dude, uh, Diedrich Bader. From uh, the Drew Carey show. Oh guys, yeah, yeah, uh, man, good, good. And he's on memory. Veep now. Yeah, by the way. from Veep. Nice. He's on Veep now. It's oh, awesome. he's on Veep. I haven't seen that. Okay. Oh yeah, sorry. Um, and this... spoiler. <laughs> he's good though. <laughs> so um, Zach talked about this video a little bit while he was on. I think he mentioned it while he was on the podcast with us. This this video has a very interesting backstory. Uh, it was made in 2013. This is actually the very first video Zach Stoltz ever directed, um, and it was shelved by No. It was made when the band was called No. Uh, it was uh, shelved momentarily, then Zach uh, released it uh, several years later um, as an unofficial video. On his own, though, right? Not, on not... his own, as an unofficial video, and then uh, not too long later, the band decided to officially premiere it and, and essentially readopt the video that they paid to make um, as their own. Um, but the video, which is fantastic, I love this it's video so, so good. much, um, is, this, is a music video about this music video, and, but in the video, the band's name is No. So slightly confusing. It, it, it still works, I think, um, but slightly confusing. Uh, so so we should, the, the, the premise of the video is ridiculously stupid, and I will only and, and it'll take in a good and great, fantastic way. But I'll just briefly explain it. And yeah, um, there's a, a music video by a band called No um, that is apparently the saddest music video in the world, um, and everybody <laughs> watches it cries. Um, but the, there's a company of, I mean uncontrolled they're bawling uncontrollable bawling yeah yeah public um, yeah private anywhere and the ads that have been, have been bought on this video are for a company that the best I can tell are incur- like selling plans to make shacks <laughs> um, it's so ridiculous and then like all these people who are like upset about this video like all get the same idea to go out and build shacks and all of their shacks are terrible and are, and like can't like stand up. It is it is like one of the weirdest premises for a music video. I think, but I've it's so ever I love heard. it. It works so well. And Zach Stoltz is so good. Uh, Stoltz, 
uh, is uh, at at I, I don't know if I said his name wrong, and then it sounded like I just said it down. You, you said uh, it all right, and then I you said, stopped. Uh, no, because I'm weird. Um, uh, I'm zany. I'm, I'm wacky. Lots, I'm a wacky guy. I just say <laughs> words again. Um, he's really great at putting heart, getting heart into music videos, and so this this is like. It's hilarious and it's ridiculous and the whole time you're laughing and people are like warming up their their like hammer swing and like dropping sandwiches on the ground and doing all of these like just like stupid jokes. But it's got so much like earnestness and heart to it and like joy as well uh, that it like for some reason just works. It just works brilliantly, I think. I agree. Um, there, there, There is a point. For some reason, like everybody – the first half of the video makes a point to say like like the the breadth and depth of people that are like saddened by this video there's like kids and like uh, <laughs> women and and you know like uh like biker gangs and stuff that are all but then the only people that apparently like get it in their head to go build these shacks are like like white dudes <laughs> there's um, like there's like, there's there's a couple other versions of dudes, uh, but it is just like this handful of guys. Yeah, like this handful of idiots. Essentially. And, like, <laughs> and like the thing that brings them down are like all of their significant others. It looks like, right. like just like getting pissed off, and like, they're not even their shit. Who yeah. is who okay. is profiting from these? Like, sh- I, I guess the company is selling plans to build a shack, but everybody seems to be getting like driftwood and pieces of other structures. And one dude together. does go to Home Depot, and he see he's doing a good job with his place uh, but then his wife just tears it apart mm-hmm. he she just rips it rips it to shreds uh and i and i think they stole those shots i think the home depot shots they just brought a red camera into home depot and mm-hmm. wheeled it around yeah very chill super chill um well we're almost at time but we should pick should we pick one more video to talk about yeah, Hold on, can we just read the, the ad that they see real quick? Yeah. Because I think it's really, really... Oh, yeah, 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 please. The ad actually says, and it's a sponsor, it's like, so it's a YouTube-ish, you know, fake YouTube video, and an ad pops up. Feeling sad? Build something at Tony's Lumber. We'll help you nail it. And it's so good to think about, I just like thinking about a video that, like, blows up and then somebody is fortuitous enough to like have an ad on that video and then it leads to this whole like other disorder that happens like people get building disorder right. yeah, and then like it makes something that's bad already more worse and it's just so good <laughs> anyway yeah we should talk about it's another just, one but that video is amazing it's just the, it's the concept is just insane idea plus People crying at computer screens. Yes. Equal the the best video of the week. And I can't believe Black English, formerly no, said no. They said no. I know. That's because that's what their name was. Right. That's they true. were actually just saying their name. Yeah. And they're like, we love this video. And Zach we're didn't no. understand. Right. <laughs> Zach thought they were saying no to the video, but they were just saying yeah, their like, name. They just didn't say it. He's like, yeah. I don't want it. <laughs> they said no. Weird. I huh. would I would make uh, they said no the title of this podcast, but another <laughs> another podcast episode is already they called said they said no. no. We already have oh, that as God. a title. <laughs> um, um, it could be they said no part two. Um, so should we should we oh, yards? I want to yeah, talk yes, about the yards. That was the one I was going to go to. Adam, please oh, describe this in, like this insane video for oh, us. God, this insane video. It's great. Um, so. 
let's see if I can break this down. So what's going on in this video is uh, the song's called All In, and it's directed by some names that are hard to say. Lynn Klungsle, Johansson, and Oyston Mo. I think I got that. Nope. So um, this video takes place in the 80s, and um, the central character is a young boy. And the video opens with him in his bedroom, surrounded by like some actual toys from the 80s. He has some Star Wars toys. He has uh, the he has uh, the Gremlins character. Um, Mogwai. His name is escaping me. Mogwai. He's he's not a well. He, is he a has Mogwai. an actual name as well. Gizmo. Anyway, Gizmo. So, not really important, but what the boy does is he sets out on a little journey armed with his uh, Nintendo console strapped to a backpack, and he has his Nintendo... Oh my god, what is that called? The cool gu- You should have done this, Adam. No, the, um, the cartridges? No, the That's actual just gun. That's Nintendo it's, entertainment Oh, it's system. the Duck Hunt gun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, we'll call it the Duck Hunt gun. It has an actual name, but I can't remember it. So he comes across this uh, group of, um, you know, tougher, older boys who are uh, drinking beers. And... What's that? Oh, and it's the NES Zapper. Oh, there he is. The NES the Zapper. Zap. And these boys are bullies. Or NES the bullies. Yeah, yeah. Nintendo so... came out in 1989, <laughs> by the way. So maybe this is 90s styled? This is 80s, I think. Well, I'm, I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that Nintendo came out in 1989. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Okay. So maybe no, they didn't. just made it. It didn't. It couldn't happen. We just Googled. Well, how did that happen then? No, no, no. That hold didn't on. Happen. It came out in 19, like 1985. Should we fight? Yeah. Let's fight about it. It says... Because I had, an, I had a Nintendo before I was oh, nine. I said 89. Yeah, it would have been I nine. I, had, uh, I feel like I had one before. Maybe not. Anyway, no, 85. Anyway, 85. anyway 85. back to the thing. Back to the premise. So what happens is uh, we quickly see that the boy is going to kind of launch an attack on these bullies and uh, using the gun. So he kind of loads up these game cartridges, which give him, um, you know, different kinds of weapons to choose from, depending on the title of the cartridge. But the surprising part is that um, where I thought that we were going to get like some really cheesy, maybe 8-bit kinds of effects and like people wouldn't actually be getting hurt. He actually is like shooting these people. So it's like the, the Nintendo gun is like actually like the first guy gets shot right in the head and it's like fairly graphic and there's there's blood and stuff. And that He's really surprised these people. It becomes murdering. murder. Exactly. So yeah. that part really surprised me and I, I really thought it was uh, it was effective and it wasn't where I thought things were headed. Um, it's a super good video, and I like everything from 1989. So this is uh, <laughs> really great. Uh, I was a little troubled by the level of violence uh, in this video. I'm not really sure I n- know why this kid is murdering these people. I don't. I don't know if they do a great job setting that up for us. Um, they don't really. He just like shows up. The kid kind of like, get, like doesn't even really get in his face. Like he kind of just laughs at him, mm. and then he, and then he shoots him in the head. Point blank. Point blank in the head. Straight up. This is murderizes like, the guy. I was very entertained by this video, but like also like, 
pretty pretty well, troubled by I it. think I just kind of wanted what I would have liked is a little I wanted to be on this kid's side I think you're supposed to be on this kid's side mm -hmm. for sure because the guys on the bench and hanging out are jerks for right. sure but like you want to be on this kid's side, but when I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, but why did he tell me why he shot them? Why is he I need to everybody. know why this. I can feel okay with this, and maybe that's the point, though. Maybe I don't know. Like I don't know what the story is behind it, but like I don't know. And so when they didn't give me a reason to like the guy, then all of a sudden I was like, oh shit, is this a video that's like speaking out against? violence in video mm -hmm. games because I hate that. I'm I love playing video games. Grand Theft Auto, I don't know how many hours of my life I've spent like doing the most insane crazy stuff to people in that game. <laughs> like disgusting. <laughs> horrible, horrible disgusting but you would stuff. Never murder bullies. No. No, no. But like and and that's sort of the thing where I'm just like, okay, is this I don't I don't like hearing people be like, oh, if you play violent video games, then that makes you, you're going to be a violent person or right. whatever, because I don't believe that. Um, so one, I was like, is this video, is it really, it's not saying that, it can't say that. But yeah. it leads me all of a sudden, it started me down that path because I was like, but wait, this kid doesn't, we didn't establish a reason for him to be so mm -hmm. angry that he needs to go murderize. Right. And I feel like <laughs> if it was... 8-bit action or if he if he just like shot the gun and like some other effect happened where like the like dudes, the mario bullet yeah and like the or... dude's like just like particleized or something like that or just like disintegrated i would be a little bit more comfortable with it but it is just like super it super in your face like but it, gore, gory violence and, and that was weird to me it wouldn't be as effective, though, if they just disintegrated. I think the fact that it gets us talking and, and sort of creates True. those questions well, we're, we're makes it better. About, we talk about music videos. That's what we do. But, um, it but it, some is, people it is getting asked the question. It, it is getting asked the question. It is, no, it is a, like it, and I think it's really well made. And like I said, I was really entertained by it. And like it's it's fun, but it's just like I it is it is really it is really violent people are like running from their for their lives from this kid and he's like blowing their car up from a distance <laughs> in bloody ways and yeah. it uh, just part of it just made me feel uncomfortable it's no more violent than um what's that other video where the kids are uh, they're they're shooting each other and it's like an animated violent style well, that's, but that's animated that's the thing it's it's right. it's it's juiced up it isn't any more violent, but I'm way more comfortable with that. And that is um, uh, the uh, it's it's tropical. The Greeks right. directed by Megaforce. Um, right. That's a fantastic video, and and I'm I'm more comfortable with that because I watch that video, and it's I'm what, what I know what I feel like I'm watching is kids who are playing with toy guns, and this is and, their imagination. Yeah, the animation is their imagination. When I watch this video, I see a kid who's who's figured out how to use his Nintendo. <laughs> to murder people, and then does. Knifed <laughs> him with the cartridge. Knifed <laughs> with the cartridge. Like, it could also be sort of just, like, a grim fantasy. He's obviously not killing people with a Nintendo zapper, right? So, well, right, so if... But if they, if they were to put something like that in there that establishes that, like, maybe, maybe as this stuff is going on, you know, intercut clips of him playing these games, or, or something like that. Or at like, the end... 
the, everybody's still alive and it was all in his head. Yeah, or something like that. Twas but a dream. Adam, you, Adam Fairholme, we've been a little silent here on this video. Where, where are you at? I've on been this? a little silent because you guys have been packing in the words. We're, uh, <laughs> we're jacking it in. Uh, um, I had the exact same thought that you guys did where I was like, Jesus, this got like real, real, real right. quick. Um, because, you know, I was reading through some of the YouTube comments and like they're like, uh, you know, I'm all for it not bullying but uh like these bullies really weren't doing anything i think the, the the second time i watched it i did notice that a lot of them had baseball bats um which i guess could be an indication that they are some sort of gang that has done yeah. damage before like if you look at or the, baseball players yeah, yeah, yeah they're also <laughs> in a park they're also in a park so, <laughs> uh, like the the, the 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 guy who's next to the main guy who gets shot first has a baseball bat kind of waiting, and then the, the next guy that gets shot has like pulls out a baseball bat almost immediately. So there are some like little mini hints. Um, but then there's also scenes. Uh, what well, makes me like, wonder if like this video had some sort of lead in that then, then maybe got it? cut? Yeah, maybe because gosh, there's a scene with a kid on the ground and a grown man on top of him choking him out with a right. wire, and you're like, whoa, this, this shit is. I real. think yeah, Doug, Doug was with me when I was watching this earlier uh, today, and uh, I at that moment I was like, this is. Heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. Well, yeah. choking out a child. Choking out a with child with a Nintendo cord. And there is some sort of element of like, f like fantasy, like, um, like if you're a kid that doesn't really have a lot of agency, but you happen to be like good at video games or whatever, which I think was the experience of a lot of like kids like this in the '80s. Like, there is this little moment before he goes into. Um, uh, you know, mur murder all these people in cold blood. That he's like playing. You know, he plugs in the thing to the controller, and he's like pressing the buttons on the controller, like by rote memory, and activating something. Um, it's it's sort of this fantasy, like, oh, I'm am so super good at this that I'm just gonna like blow all these people away. But it does meld it with like that realism element that makes it that I wouldn't have been like as compelled by this video if it had been like you know. Eight bitcoins like shooting at people's heads. No, you're right. It, the, the, that stuff makes it compelling, but it also makes it a little like it's disturbing. It's very disturbing. Yeah. It's and the fact that I don't know if he killed the hot dog kid at the end or if. He oh walks God, away. I right. know he's just eating that hot dog and walking yeah, off. Yeah, it kind of makes. And the first time I watched it, <laughs> I was like, oh, um, oh, that's funny. He didn't kill them. But then the second time I watched it, I'm like, oh shit, he killed him. Yeah, also, isn't that so isn't it burning in the background, or is yeah. that a yeah. car? I think it's the hot dog stand, right? I think it's the stand. Uh, he murdered the hot dog guy for no oh, reason. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, and he's and he's such like a, a. I don't even know why I'm mentioning this, but like, the kid has like dead weird like like he has a thousand yards stare. I don't know. Whoever, yeah, right. whatever, whatever. I don't know. Like people when, when they cast kids and stuff. Like nine times out of ten, we ask people, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's just some like guy's little brother that was around." But this kid looks like a psycho. I don't know. But, right. Um, yeah. yeah, and maybe that's the point. They're treading into, like, 80s horror, and maybe this kid is, like, a young serial killer in the way. Or maybe it's like what Andrea said, and it's about violence and video games. Better not be. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's funny that the, um, the like, the YouTube, like, uh, the still for this is Gizmo from Gremlins. Yeah. Gremlins right. Do you guys, Gremlins, Gremlins are Gremlins too. Uh, oh. Oh, no, no, no. you got to take you got to take one. 
They're one. so they're both are fantastic movies. Both are are good for different reasons. Yeah, Andrea Gremlins, Gremlins. Well, too. it's been it, okay. Gremlins two so, is perfectly is in honest. New York. It's been so long Gremlins since I've seen it, and it's also because I was so afraid of this movie when I was little. Like I thought I was terrified of the Gremlins, really? and I still have a little bit of like an aversion to them. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't. I'm sure if I watched the movie now, I'd be fine. But um, hope so. I really, really had issues about. Are you scared of ET, Andrew? Uh, I'm only afraid of ET when he's in the ditch and the like (laughs) raccoons eating him. (laughs) No, you guys remember that? And he's like his body's all white and he's hurt and he's in the ditch. That was the scariest shit. No, I like ET as like healthy ET, but when he and Eddie are hurt, like. That's not cool, and that freaks me Deep. out. So it, that raccoon. Yeah, it is. A, it is a sad, terrifying. Complex movie. answer. He's in the ditch. He's yeah. Yeah. get ET out of the ditch. <laughs> I'm tearing up. But um, ET drunk was pretty awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Alexander <laughs> drunk is horrifying. <laughs> oh no, it's great. I become ET. Yeah. Whoa. Ooh, don't get healthy wet. ET or ET. Wait, no, that's, that's yeah. Cool. My fingers are glowing, and I'm just I'm healing shit. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Instead Very of phoning true. home, he phones. Oh, ex-girlfriends now he phones um, <laughs> he phones into this podcast yeah he, adam alexander phone podcast Skype <laughs> podcast um i i gotta go with i gotta go with number two the gremlins in new york i think it's yeah. superior in a lot of ways i feel like they really expanded the scope uh of the first gremlins movie but they also added on a lot of value um i gotta go it's gremlins the funnier too. of the two it goes it is, more calm. yeah like, and you guys weren't afraid of gremlins at all. No way. But the remember the Adam, remember the gremlin that, that the trench coat that exposes himself. That was pretty yes. funny. He'll be on the podcast next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think we we did it, you guys. I don't know. Uh, we, Feels like there was only three four music videos that came out this week. We talked about each one of them. Um, yep. Video. We talked them. Um, Andrea, thank you for joining us a second time. Well, thank you guys so much for allowing me to hang out and talk music videos. I have such a good time on this. Nice. And uh, um, you, and yeah, this is your second time. So um, Doug will hand you a punch card. Yep. Um, thank you. Yep. And you're you time. Like that $10 bill to send you right did. back to you guys? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. You just, well, we just sent it back and forth um, yeah. over and over again. It's a, it's, it's a weird, but it works and everybody profits in the end. I get um, subway stamps. You guys are keeping those for this year. Mm. Um, yeah, so the the 10th podcast is free. So just uh, mm-hmm. um, keep a hold on to that card, Andrew. I will. Thank you. Keep um, me your pocketbook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's it. We'll see you guys next week.